This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. Hi, I'm your host Vanessa, and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show, almost the last of the year, so almost Christmas. Are you ready? We've got two days to go. I'm not really ready. I'm, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm living in the good enough like it's kind of what I want to talk about today it's like how do you set yourself goals and how do you find that space to allow yourself for what's just that's good enough like it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be great it almost doesn't have to be good it just has to be enough right talking about the bare minimum talking about if it's worth doing it's worth doing badly and a whole bunch of different kind of topics on that idea for kind of getting towards the end of the year, giving us some ideas to think about, because obviously everyone, once we've got through Christmas, everyone's going to start talking about the new year, and everyone always starts that conversation with, what's the great, big, awesome thing you're going to do? And I want to start talking today about, like, you know, how do we set goals or set kind of expectations for ourselves so that actually we don't minimise what we're able to do but we also don't set goals such that, you know, we actually feel horrible and miserable and make ourselves feel bad and give that inner critic voice a really loud volume. So talking about what's what's good enough, what's the bare minimum. So before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoro and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Taranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz 
or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health. I do play that ad again at the very end of the show, so stick around and you will be able to grab those contact details. Now, Progress to Health is actually shut currently for Christmas holidays. Um, I We open again on the 10th of January, so if you're interested, you can try and find us on Facebook or find our website, which is www.progress2health.com all one word, .org.nz, and there's a contact me um, space on there. And so you can do that, and we will contact you when we're back in the office on the 10th of January. Okay, so talking all about how do you set expectations that don't make you miserable? Because one of the things that I found over my, my experience of being someone with mental health issues and, <laughs> like, you know, having slight perfectionist traits quite regularly, like I'm, I'm my own worst enemy for setting goals that are totally unachievable because they're too big and too, like my standards are too high and then I don't achieve them and I just, I'm, I beat myself up about it. But what I found like in my role with Progress to Health is that talking to people over the last 12 years and talking to a lot of friends and family that experience mental health themselves, what I found is this is a reasonably universal trait, and I'm pretty sure it's not just for people with mental health. It happens across the board all over the place. But I definitely find a lot of times we seem to, it goes hand in hand with internalised stigma. So we have this whole thing of, well, if I just didn't have bipolar, I didn't have anxiety, or I didn't have depression, or I didn't have whatever it is, right, then I would be able to do it. And that in turn, like the internal dialogue just becomes really nasty, right? And so in, uh, in the critic and in a judger and in a monologue of doom just takes over. Like So it's that whole idea of if you actually have an expectation for yourself that actually what Christmas is supposed to look like is that I have 20 people come to my house and I do this elaborate spread of food and I have everything ready and I've done all the cooking myself and these beautiful decorations everywhere and I run around being Susie Homemaker and make everything really gorgeous and I have no stress and I just deal with it all then actually if you're someone who has social anxiety and or you live in a house that doesn't have room for 20 people or you don't have the money to feed that many people, I have to say I don't have the money to feed that many people and I work full time, right? So our expectations are really high and so what happens is we can never get to great because actually what happens is like the, the, the level we're aiming for is so high that it's just impossible to get to. And what I got introduced to the idea of this year was I've always talked about the bare minimum and I've done this conversation before and normally I talk about it around self-care and how many things we're going to do every day and it's kind of like an idea to have in your head about when your mental health is really tanked, when things are not good, when, you, when your fuel tank is just on empty, right? You have no spoons left, everything's just crud, right? What is the bare minimum you need to do to help you get through the day, to survive the day? We don't, I don't think I've talked about the idea of that in so far as setting goals or expectations for yourself around Christmas or New Year or like any particular time of the year. What is your goal? Like, what do you want to aim for? What are you trying to achieve over this Christmas time? So Christmas is in two days. So I totally get this is a little bit late in the piece for me to be giving you some advice and some ideas or some suggestions about things you could actually, how to think about getting ready for Christmas. Because really, like I imagine if you're not feeling like you're ready yet, you're going to be feeling miserable because actually it's Christmas Eve. Eve, it's actually <laughs> it's a little bit late in the piece. 
But that's actually okay, right? Like, because actually what might be able to happen right now is you're like, it's two days away. If I haven't had it done yet, I can't get it done. Or you can be, I can get one or two things done between now and Christmas and that's it. Like, what would be the thing that would make the difference? Like, what? Like, because we have talked in the past about what did you want to have your Christmas day look like? If you could choose any anything to happen on your Christmas day, what would it be? What's the epitome of Christmas for you? What's something that's really enjoyable around Christmas, right? Is there something part of that? Like, and I'm not talking about the whole thing because I imagine getting the whole thing would be really complicated and difficult or it might just be unattainable because of the amount of time you've got left. But what's one thing from it that you could actually, if you could make that happen, would be really great that you could make happen right now? Just might need some effort or maybe a little bit of money or you just actually like braving the supermarkets to go buy something, right? So think about those. Because as I was saying, the idea I got introduced to this year, which I had never, I'd always talked about being minimum, I'd never talked about it in this kind of way. And it got me thinking about this whole idea. And it was the saying of, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. And I was like, huh, I'm pretty sure that's not the saying, right? It's just like, because of course the original saying is, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing well, right? Because it's that whole idea, if you're actually going to put some effort into doing it, do it really, really well. Because you're already putting some effort in, put more effort in, make it really fantastic. And that is really good. That's a great idea if you're actually in that space, if you're in that brain, you have the physical energy, you don't have anything else going on, you're able to focus and do that. That is fantastic. But on a general rule, there's a, God, we're going to have a bunch of days in the year where actually I can't do things well. Like I'm, I'm half-assing it all over the place. And the fact that I'm setting myself the standard that I have to do it really, really well means I just don't start. Because like, if I have the, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing well, well, I can't get to well, so there's no point starting, right? So I don't do anything. And that's where I don't achieve my bare minimum, right? Because I'm just like, well, there's no point doing it. I'm not going to do it properly. Like, no point trying, right? And that then becomes a spiral. And that's a very downhill spiral, and it's really not great. And so being introduced to the idea, and it was actually through a neurodivergent group. And so there's a bunch of people, like thousands of people, all have their own neurodivergencies. So, and someone suggested the idea, well, they'd obviously heard it from somewhere else and they shared it and I just took off and I was like, that is brilliant. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing poorly. So a lot of times in this group we talk about cleaning and different things, but like, so people talk about cleaning their house or cleaning their dish, doing their dishes or cleaning their body, like so personal hygiene. And someone was saying they have a real issue with sensory stuff. Like, so brushing their teeth is really difficult and they hate it. And they've always been living by that. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing well. So you're supposed to clean your teeth for two minutes. And like there's certain like directions you're supposed to brush your teeth in and then like mouthwash and floss. And like, there's, like there was a whole, literally, it was pretty much, I imagine if a dentist could list it, if everyone, if I could get someone to do this, it would be like the absolute best best level ever of dental hygiene, that was their list, that was their bare minimum, that's what they thought they had to do to be doing, well it's not bare minimum, but that was their, you had to do, right, that's just all, the, there was only one level, you had to do this whole thing, and so they didn't achieve that regularly, because actually trying to do that twice a day was just overwhelming, and they couldn't do it, and someone suggested, you know what, honestly, instead of two minutes, and flossing, and mouthwash, why don't you just brush your teeth for 30 seconds? See how much you could get done. And then yeah, if you do bro- flossing or mouthwash later on or at some point, then that's great. But actually, 
that's better than not doing it at all. And the woman shared that once she'd been doing that occasionally, she went to her dentist and her dentist backed it up and said, you know what, i much rather you aim for doing it badly and doing it for 20, 30 seconds as opposed to not doing it at all because you're aiming to doing it for two minutes and you just can't do that, right? So you don't even start. Like because if we have that, sometimes we quite, it's really easy to fall into the mentality of if I have to do it really well and I can't because it's just so hard, like it gets so big in our head, I just don't start, right? And people, it's like people start talking about like how's the different ways of doing it. So I started thinking about like how do I, Use that and not just physical actions that I'm doing, like not just talking about brushing my teeth or like, you know, having a shower and literally just only washing the bits that are important and getting my hair wet so I don't have to style it, right? Because if I wet it, it doesn't take any effort, right? It's actually talking about like events and things like thought processes and like kind of expectations of ourselves in general. And what I've worked out for myself this week is that actually what's good enough right? It's like not even about the bare minimum, but it's like good enough, right? Like it might not be what I'm aiming for, but it's good enough for me to actually go, I did that, I put some effort in and it's okay. And I'm not going to beat myself up about the fact that I didn't reach that amazing level that I had set myself as the goal, right? So Christmas is like this giant thing. And I just decided that actually good enough is this this is the level I'm going to be at. This is what's going to be achieved. I'm like, it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. I'm just going to love it. But actually, I'm not going to bust a gut. I'm not going to stay up until midnight working really hard and doing a whole lot of things, causing myself physical pain because actually I'm still having quite a bit of physical pain from hurting my knee a few week, months ago. And it's I looking after myself and actually saying, hey, what does good enough look like? And it's like, okay, I'm going to do that. And literally, I kind of feel like I came to the party a little late because I got this like this whole idea this week. And I was like, wow, that's fabulous. And it was actually really good timing because I started trying to bust a gut, trying to get things ready because my mum's away visiting her grandkids and they get back tomorrow night. But the thing is, that's she arrives with my brother and his wife, my sister-in-law, and their two kids, my nephews. And I'm like... That's going to be a house full of people. We need, there's a certain level we have to have done, right? Mum did loads before she went away. But it's the whole idea of how much can I do? And I just decided I had to do, good enough was I had to do at least one thing every day. One thing every day that would help get ready for Christmas. So that Christmas Eve, which is Friday, when everyone's here, isn't going to be a mad dash to get it all done, which we would still be able to do. The amount of stuff that needs to be done would actually totally be doable in one day. It would be miserable. <laughs> so I decided good enough was doing the things that had a time frame. So there were certain things that had to be done on a certain day. So I've got those done. And then the rest was things that actually remove anxiety. <laughs> so the things that just make me go, I feel better for having known that's done or it makes my mum happy, right? So I went and got my mum's gluten-free, and so I went and got this buckwheat sourdough bread that she really loves from a specific store in Hamilton called La Cave, and she loves it, and it's great. But, you know, we don't want to be driving around doing a whole lot of stuff on Friday. We want to be at the house getting things ready. So I, I went and got that today. I got all the wrapping paper out and ready, so I've just slowly like wrapped all the presents. It's 
the slowly and surely do little things. And like the house desperately needs to be vacuumed. And my mum's been gone for almost a week. And I totally could have done it before now. But actually I find vacuuming really hard and I have a little bit of a mental block because it and the mental block is the fact that it causes me physical pain when I do it. So I have to, because the house is quite big, I have to do it in segments. So I just went, actually, if I did it at the weekend, last weekend, I would have to do it again, like tomorrow, before they arrive. And I was like, actually, I'd rather just do it once. Because actually that's easier for my, easier, like I'll put the effort that I was going to do for the vacuuming, I'll do for something else. And I've just slowly and surely done a few things so it's good enough. And you know what? If you're listening to this and you're like, Vanessa, seriously, good enough? That sounds dreadful. I want, I want good. I want great. I want spectacular. I want mind-blowing. Awesome. That's fantastic. Go for it. Run with it. <laughs> this, this podcast is kind of more radio shows, more for people who are listening who are like, I have to get up. There's people. Uh, I don't want to. Like if we just start getting, we overwhelm ourselves with everything that's in our brain. This is all about what 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 will make a difference. What would what would be the level that you feel good? And one of the things I really really grabbed hold of was what is one thing I could do today now? Like choose a time frame, right? Like it's generally like within the next twenty four hours is kind of this idea. Like you you ask yourself this each day. Like so, what's one thing I could do that would make me feel good obviously still living into that idea of good enough like it doesn't have to be spectacular what's one thing I can do that will make a physical difference in the house getting it one step closer to being ready for Christmas day and like there's gonna be a bunch of stuff like none of the outside stuff's gonna be done right because we've got a new deck that hasn't been finished being stained like all the deck furniture needs to be cleaned like everything needs to be moved like like it needs to be washed like a whole bunch of stuff and I went I'm not even going to try to doing that like because I got to a certain point and went if I get to it I get to it and if I don't it will work better when everyone's here and more hands make light work and what I decided is I need to make sure I have the deck stain because then it's super easy we can just do the thing right so I made an effort I ordered it online, I went and picked it up, like that took quite a few processes, right, it's not just one two step, because actually I had to make myself stop what I was doing, sit down and actually do the order and get that sorted, organise the money into the right account so I could do it, and then I had to set multiple alarms, I had to do various things so that I remembered to collect it, because actually when my brain gets like this, I don't remember stuff, right, and so good enough is choosing that one thing I have to remember and putting my effort into that as opposed to going, well, I could also, I need to go buy mum's bread and I need to actually go to the supermarket and I need to do this and I need to go pick up that and I should go be doing this and I should go see that friend and I should, right? There was a lot of shoulds, right? There's a lot of shoulds and musts and you should do, right? Like there was, there was a lot of judgment around what should be getting done. And I was like, no. I'm going to just, this day is my is a work day and I'm going to pick up the deck stain and that's it. That's good enough. If in the evening I get anything else done, that's primo. But getting the deck stain means, it's, it, and it's really worked for removing a lot of the anxiety. Like there's still a whole lot of turmoil, right? Because my brain is just not having, it's a very long year. <laughs> it's just been having a hard time. But what I found is I'm not feeling panicky right so I haven't kind of gone from the anxiety state to the panic state 
And sometimes when the anxiety is really, really bad, what happens is I just feel low-key panicky all the time. Like I'm, you know, one slightly wrong thing from having an anxiety attack, panic attack, right? So I kind of feel like that's what has happened in the past, especially around this time of year. Whereas this year I'm just like, nah, it's like low-key kind of, you know, it's about sort of a three or a four spikes to a five occasionally if I start trying to think too many things, right? Which is great because I've been sitting at a seven or an eight in the past and like 10 is an anxiety attack, right? And so I know this is working, but it's actually one of those things. You've got to find your own way to do it because it's not about what anyone else tells you, right? It's not about anyone else's expectations or what their good enough looks like. It's yours, And we only know that if we look after ourselves and we listen to ourselves. And sometimes that's the hardest thing, is sitting quietly and just listening to and giving credence and worth to our thought of what is good enough. Because it's really, really easy to fall into the trap of, yeah, but I should do blah, right? Like it should be, it should be. Everyone else is, they do that. Like, yeah, right? It's like, but what is good enough? So it's totally okay if you, this doesn't work for you this year. But maybe keep it in the back of your mind. If you start beating yourself up or the internal judger is getting really loud, what's something that, like, what could you just do that's good enough, right, that would make a difference right now and minimize it down? Like, you know, make a bare minimum of good enough, right? Don't make it be 15 steps. Choose three to five max, right? And depending on what your brain is doing, five might be too many, so it might be a really good idea to kind of keep it to the three. But it's there's no right or wrong with any of that. Like it's what works for you. But sometimes what we really need is we just need someone to talk to because actually our brain is just running a mile a minute and we actually, we have, all we can think is the 57 different things that we should be doing right now and we just can't think straight, right? Like it's just not going well. And sometimes having someone to chat to, to actually get some ideas out, to have some discussions, can make a big, big difference. So what I'm going to do right now is do a series of support lines. This is the section I do every single show of Fighting Stigma. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these down. So if you need them, especially over the Christmas and New Year break, where I know a lot of services are closed, you'll have some phone numbers for someone to ring. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk, 1737. It's a free call or text service, and it's available 24-7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor, and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text, 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543 
354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around like the, um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So Depression Helpline 0800 111757. Now they're there if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to. They're available from 8am in the morning to midnight and they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Totoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the Outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 688 5463. Hopefully you grab those numbers. If you missed any of them I do play that at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma so you can find us on Spotify or on the FreeFM website on freefm.org.nz and you look for Fighting Stigma and just listen to any of the shows and all of those numbers are repeated at the end of all the shows. So you can grab those later on. But from us all here, I'm just wishing you a very merry Christmas and a safe and happy weekend. And look after yourself. Remember, it's going to be super hot, so slip, slop, slap. Um, make sure you do sun safe and like just look after yourself and have as good a day as you possibly can. From us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57.
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.